ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಮನನಂ ನಿಧಿಧ್ಯಾಸನಂ ಲಿಸನ್ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಬ್ಸಾರ್ಬ್ ಡಿಯರ್ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ಸಾಯಿರಾಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಡ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಈಚ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಎ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಮೆಸೇಜ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿಸ್ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಲೈವ್ ಹೋಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಸಾಯಿ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರೇಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಎಟ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಪಿ ಎಂ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಆನ್ ಏಷ್ಯಾ ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಮ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿ ಗ್ಲೋಬಲ್ ಹಾರ್ಮನಿ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ವಾಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ರಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈವ್ ಆನ್ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಮೇ ಟೂ ತೌಸಂಡ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರಾಮ್ ಆರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಡೆಲಿವರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಮರ್ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಕಲ್ಚರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಾಲಿಟಿ ನೈನ್ಟೀನ್ offering a most loving pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet the listeners we welcome you to this week's episode of shravanam mananam nididhyasanam as always joining you today is sai prakash and prem from team radio sai those of you who have been with us through this series you will know that we're going through the 1991 summer course series we're in the fourth discourse and this summer course is about the upanishads and the fourth discourse is the discourse where swami starts off with one of the upanishads and that's where we are we are the pretty much in the middle of that discourse this discourse is about the ishavasya upanishad but before we talk about what swami has said so far in this discourse and of course we are very eagerly waiting to go ahead in this discourse a very enlightening one nevertheless i invite brother sai prakash to join all of us saram sai prakash saram prem Yes, this is a very, very beautiful discourse. Surprisingly enough, the more we get into it, it looks like it is revealing to us the secret of right action. Right. I mean, and that's mm. the uh, thought which struck me. You know, yeah. Because uh, one thing which when you go through it, you see is action is inevitable. What, right. What uh, Krishna says, or tells Arjuna in the Gita. Mm-hmm. There is no way you can escape action. And so... Uh, having got stuck in this inevitability what is the best way to do it what mm-hmm. is the best way to do it in a manner that it eventually liberates you right. and that's the whole thing and very very beautiful discourse uh, you know the sense. place where he says this is the disease and this is the cure this is the right. disease like hunger is the disease and eating food is the cure this part where he says craving for pleasure is a disease and action is the medicine right right <laughs> it's it's really amazing and uh, what he says further from that is uh, he gives this example if if you have potato and chapati in your plate and you keep repeating potato chapati potato chapati it won't get into you you have to do the right action of actually taking that potato and chapati and putting in your mouth right. so i guess um, this discourse is all about right attitude to action and right action itself right the way swami starts the discourse because it's a padyam which swami sings during many discourses yes. about truth and how the entire creation is from truth right but in many ways it's also the first sentence of ishavasya upanishad you know where it says that uh, the world has come from the lord and is surrounded from the lord and is completely suffused with that divine principle correct it's very similar to that of course swami uh, has spoken even before as truth equating it to divinity yes so swami starts with that padyam but then uh, quickly moves to truth as spoken truth correct and how 
when you speak about the ultimate truth in the spoken form it varies from what you call fact correct and uh, some he gives those beautiful examples of you don't go to a blind person and uh, accost him saying that oh blind man right or go to a lame one and say oh you lame fellow mm. though that is true yes. you're not transgressing from uh, truth mm. but that is not the right way to do it because it is not in sync with the ultimate truth and swami as uh, as we mentioned i think last time also satyam bruyat priyam bruyat na bruyat satyam apriyam that satyam bruyat speak the truth is adi bhautika okay priyam bruyat is adi daivika and na bruyat satyam apriyam is adhyatmika <laughs> so swami has told this in right, some of his right. discourses yes very beautiful yeah is yeah. uh, when you speak with the right intention of not hurting the other person yeah there is the truth uh, when you see a, a blind man um yes he is blind but you can't call him blind man um so i think that is spirituality right then uh, from there on swami uh, speaks about upanishads in general yes uh, this i think swami had mentioned it even in the previous uh, series when swami spoke about the vedas mm-hmm. where the upanishads come in what is called the jnana kanda of right. the vedas right where uh, the rest of the things the samhitas the brahmanas they come in the the karma kanda mm-hmm. in this clip which we played a couple of weeks back swami says how the entire role of the upanishad is to bring together this concept of action and the concept of exactly uh, jnana this is something uh, totally new actually mm-hmm. even for me you know when um, you read some of the upanishads and you know you just take a uh, purely the upanishadic uh, text and you read it um yes it gives you the highest truth but then you are left with the question what should i do right. <laughs> and i think this is the answer to that exactly and uh, you know when i was going through this part of the discourse mm-hmm. there are some one liners of swami which are very catchy and yeah. you know become very popular love all serve all help mm-hmm. ever been mm-hmm. uh, very beautiful statements mm-hmm. but uh, when you go through these discourses there are so many such statements which they abound in these statements which pounds really. at you when you know, <laughs> correct uh, seek your uh, attention mm-hmm. there's one such statement which swami makes here is you know karma or action mm-hmm. flourishes in jnana yes and jnana is strengthened and demonstrated by, by karma action yeah you know, what a beautiful statement it is which mm-hmm. you know in one statement it says that it cannot be separated, separated. and how one expresses itself through the other Wow, karma flourishes in jnana, and jnana is strengthened and demonstrated by karma. Karma, <laughs> and it's it's almost like the starting statement which Swami makes in that part of the discourse, mm-hmm. where the rest of it he explains how the Isha Vasi Upanishad especially mm-hmm. stands for this particular uh, teaching of the Vedas. Right. How action and jnana is clubbed together. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, Swami speaks about. the concept of attachment to the fruits of the action right he says a person never gets bound to the action mm-hmm. as long as until that attachment to the results of the action comes in comes in the attachment to the fruits of the action is what binds one to the action mm-hmm. and uh, of course to the specific of this discourse as the discourse itself is titled as mm-hmm. the isavasi upanishad renunciation and pleasure swami goes on to say how this particular upanishad speaks about bringing together of pleasure and renunciation yes and this again you know the first verse of the upanishad itself mm. 
स्पीक्स ऑफ दैट तेन त्यक तेन मुंजिता इट मीन्स दैट you know, find your enjoyment in sacrifice. in sacrifice that's the meaning of the statement right right in fact uh, you know just going through this and then uh, what swami says after this about action uh, you know you come to think that there are two aspects to action one is the intention and the attitude with which you act and second is the action itself you know it's just a way of simplifying it mm. for for conversation and for understanding and um, if you do an action which is selfless and with uh, nishkama karma means you don't expect the fruit of your action that is tyaga so the giving up of the expectation of fruit of action is tyaga and what you get in turn is real bhoga that is pleasure right and um, it's very very uh, subtle but you know i think over discussion and when we contemplate more y- you can come to this balance of you know when i act is that that action is necessary like for example i'm going to have food i am having food but if i have food with the feeling that oh i am going to grow fat i am going to grow healthy i am enjoying it then that's not nishkama karma you are eating with the expectation of fruit of your action at the same time only the truth will enable you to think that yes i am feeding this body it's very subtle i mean i'm just trying to put a situation put the whole idea is to be in that state of understanding and awareness all the time <laughs> that's something in fact you know what you're saying about uh, intentions and actions mm-hmm. if we now go back and observe swami's response to actions right we we would see that swami's response to actions was a, a, a very wholesome response in the sense swami would never respond to the action swami yes. would always respond to the action and the intention intention very true but if you yeah. look at us in the worldly sense mm. we always look at the perfection of the action the excellence of the action right uh, because of course as normal human beings it is beyond us to look at the intentions all the time mm. but with swami it was always an action will always be seen with the context seen with the intention uh, behind it so that is what even an ordinary action mm. becomes an excellent one right. from swami's point of view exactly and how many times we've seen that you know in mandir mm. programs mm. Uh, i remember one of the programs which we saw mm-hmm. uh, when we were studying in vrindavan we had come here mm-hmm. and uh, Swami so announced that there will be a program in the auditorium. I think you must have been in your second uh, postgraduate. Okay. That time when there was a typical village folk art. Okay. In the auditorium. Okay. Where, where they would have these uh, men who would play the role of women too. Okay. And they would have spontaneous singing and uh, yeah, dialogues yeah. and song. Right. And they'll have a curtain and there will be a prompter exactly. behind the curtain. Right. Right. Okay. This was in the institute auditorium. Mm. Swami so said, "Brahman boys." Prashandilya boys, school children, yes. and the primary school, and Swami was sitting there. The auditorium was packed. Yes. Okay, and it was stuffy there. We <laughs> had no place to sit. We were standing outside and seeing mm. through the window. Mm. And really speaking, we could not enjoy that <laughs> program because it, it was not in our uh, taste. You know, but something like Chinchu Lakshmi. Yeah, Chinchu Lakshmi or uh, something, something like that was the that title. Way. Right, right. And Swami was really enjoying it. Static. Hmm. You know, we were sitting there, and from where we were standing, we could see Swami's face. Hmm. Swami was enjoying it. We was feeling stuffy. It was so loud for us. We couldn't hmm. understand the dialogues. Hmm. And the next day, Swami. 
you know called them to the mandir mm. swami distributed watches swami distributed uh, the uh, clothes to them mm. if you look at it you know, we've seen swami getting the best of the musicians to perform in front of him and here was swami sitting sitting and seeing this folk art i mean there was something much beyond what met our eyes Mm. and yes mm. <laughs> you know that swami was attracted to in that program and i think we've seen that in many 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 times mm. be it students program or other devotees program so that that ability of swami to see an action as a, a combination of action and that intention which drives drives the action very, something we've observed with swami very true all the time in fact a slight deviation but um, you know i had just gone to the bank the state bank here mm-hmm. and uh, as i was tr- just uh, withdrawing money i saw some sevadals you know from Kar- uh, maharashtra okay and a few ladies had come they had come a sevadal basically they were they had come for seva in the corner of the sarees each of them had something like uh, 20 rupees 50 rupee notes and all of them with so much happiness they were taking and giving it as donation to the trust <laughs> you know um at that moment i was so moved like with what pure intentions you know and they were so happy i could see the you know they give their money whatever they want to give to the trust and uh, the moment they get swami's photo and that vibhuti just so ecstatic seeing the joy on their face i felt my god how beautiful it is you know the, the intention i want to be a part of the good activity that swami is doing this thing and uh, that is the kind of money which swami is running this institution with right so uh, as we, we were discussing it is the small drops that form the you know mighty ganges or the ocean and it is these intentions and these small actions that come from purity that form this great movement right. the entire mission of swami swami would repeat this over and over again right especially in the early years of the organization mm-hmm. swami would say that you know he wants the organization and its activities to be sustained by people sacrifice and devotion right not by money you know yes. because money is in plenty if you actually mm. look at it mm. uh, money is up for grabs for ngos especially right. ngos which are able to do transparent work like mm. uh, swami's organization mm. but swami said that's not the idea mm. the idea is not to uh, you know siphon money from the rich to the poor mm. which is a noble deed nevertheless mm. but this is a completely different experience totally where you are actually using the the sacrifice and devotion of people mm. to serve those who who need it you know i was just thinking when i saw these people from maharashtra i was thinking they have come on seva they have spent their own money right. and they have come for doing seva here and after coming here they are so happy to uh, give a part of their money to the trust Uh, I had tears in my eyes. I mean, th- that was nishkam karma because you know what will they get in return? Totally selfless it was. Very. No, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's so perfect that you're mentioning it there because that's precisely what Swami says mm. in this discourse. You know, when mm. he was talking about that bhoga and tyaga. Right. Swami says when when you look at it very casually, bhoga and tyaga are opposites. Opposites. Huh? That's. Swami says it. that a pleasure seeker will not think about renunciation. Correct. A renunciate will not think about seeking pleasure. Right. And then Swami says that. Uh, when work is done without ego mm-hmm. and when you experience the world without attachments mm-hmm. no distinction remains between pleasure and renunciation oh my god and you know that's precisely what swami is saying is that when you give when there is tyaga 
and you seek to derive pleasure from that tyaga mm. the tyaga also becomes perfect the mm. bhoga also becomes perfect very true when you speak about these uh, mm. you know very very normal people mm. drawing the joy out of giving yes that's what it is you know right. that pleasure is mm. something completely different and the sacrifice becomes perfect because the pleasure is not drawn from the result of giving mm. but the giving itself the giving itself that's the point that's the point right and then uh, of course that point where you said about uh, swami uh, speaks about hunger being a disease food mm-hmm. being a medicine thirst right. being a disease this again you know in the last series when swami spoke about the senses mm-hmm. swami uh, refers to the senses as a measuring instrument matra matraha swami yeah, says right. so uh, referring from that and speaking of this swami says that you know when there is hunger it's an indication from the body that the body requires something correct and your pleasure becomes an indicator for an action when swami says you know there is a pleasure seeking mm-hmm. or the desire for pleasure that's a disease huh. and action is the medicine right so it's it's almost like your body is giving you an indication through a craving or through a desire mm-hmm. and there is a a pure action which is used as a medicine to uh, you know assuage that craving very true just to expand on this further it's the attitude with which you do your action right like suppose there is this requirement that the body presents in front of you so if you do it with ego and attachment for the body then you are doing action which binds you but if you are doing it free of ego and attachment then you are doing action which liberates you right <laughs> no, it's uh, something as simple as uh, they say about the consumption of salt let's okay. say we all know that when we start sweating we the salt level comes down right and salt is very important for all the many biochemical processes which happen you know most of the things which happen are osmotic which right. required the different concentrations and all that that the need for salt in the body is actually represented as the craving for something salty okay so when you eat food mm. there is a craving for something salty because the body needs salt mm. right but Uh, they say what you've done is you know you've taken this craving out of context uh-huh. and you say that salty food is good so uh-huh. you know wa- all that we refer to as junk food is either excess in salt or excess of sugar mm. both are needed for the body it's like a craving the body expresses in the form of pleasure saying that yeah i need something salty i need something sweet mm. but when it is drawn out of context when the purpose of the pleasure is separated mm. from the purpose mm. and you try to indulge in the ple- pleasure forgetting you know uh, right. what is the need behind that pleasure mm-hmm. and we end up eating french fries <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, yeah it's also then balance and limit everything right. comes right. into play i mean this is tremendous there's a lot to work on <laughs> <laughs> right so and then this portion you know uh, where he says kala karma karana kartavya right. he has mentioned right. it twice he says uh, there has to be harmony of these four kala karma karana kartavya that is the time action that is karma karana is reason and kartavya is duty swami has often said you know samayaniki tagu maatladinu he says uh, tyagaraja sings that of lord rama that at the right time he always spoke the right thing at the right time and um, swami was also very particular sabha mariyada and you know at what time what you should do how you should behave in front of elders how you should be 
there are so many guidelines which Swami gives for us to harmonize these four. Right. In, in many, many occasions, especially when uh, we've seen it during a very official event, mm-hmm. let's say an inauguration. Uh, I, I remember, I think the Bangalore Super Hospital when it was inaugurated. Okay. Swami was very particular then Prime Minister Atal Bihari Vajpayee was there. Mm. He gave a discourse mm. and Swami insisted that he will go to the same podium and speak. Right. Like he did not want that mm. the mic kept in front of him. Exactly. Of course, that's how always Swami delivers. Mm. But on that occasion, mm. Swami went up to the same podium, podium. and Swami good. delivered a discourse from there. It's almost many times you would see that Swami will want the same size chairs placed for everybody on All the dais on true. such occasions. Mm. Yeah. And uh, as we discussed earlier, Swami has mentioned this to Dr. John Hislop as well in conversations with Sai Baba. And he says, why are events in a dream not considered real? That's because there's no time. One moment you're in India, second moment you're in the US, third moment you're elsewhere. So since time and action are not coherent, are not harmonized, so it's not real. So you have to have a unity of all the four to have something Real. I, I don't know if Swami is speaking further about this, but I think it's a very, very strong concept to understand what is the right thing mm-hmm. to do at a right time mm-hmm. and with what intention. It is to see this, you know, kala, karma, karana, and kartavyam. Mm-hmm. You know, is it the right time to do it? <clears throat> is it the right action to do at that time? Mm-hmm. And is the action being done with the right purpose in mind? Right. Uh, and is it in sync with the overall duty of that? Uh, your purpose of life itself you can say when Swami gives a class interview Swami thank you Swami thank you Swami it is my duty sir Swami would say (laughs) it's my duty sir Swami would say so you know Karana Kartavya Kartavya the duty which Swami would remind and of course you know it's very beautiful when Swami says love without duty is divine his actions are so spontaneous that they're full of love that that itself is his duty. Right. So in fact, that is one thing which we had uh, seen in that last uh, part we played. Mm. You know, Swami says there is no escape from action. Right. There cannot be uh, inaction. Mm. Action has to be there. So the question is, how do you perform the perfect action, or how do you perform action in a manner mm. that it becomes perfect? And that is when you do it. As it is, uh, without seeking what the action can bring right. as a result. So easy to say. <laughs> so easy to say. Right. But I think it's it's a lifetime of learning. And as we spoke last time, it's, it's such a beautiful concept itself. Mm. The entire uh, Bhagavad Gita speaks about that kind of Nishkama Karma. Right. And uh, I was listening to a talk a couple of days back mm-hmm. by... The member of parliament, Subramaniam Swami. Yes. He's been a professor in the Harvard. Okay. He says in Harvard and the other business schools, they're very keenly looking at this concept of the Bhagavad Gita. Oh. Of doing action without, uh, you know, the mm. desire for it. And I mean, he was speaking of what are the different kind of problems they have with entrepreneurs from the West and the East. Okay. He says entrepreneurs from the West are too adventurous mm. because they don't care about, you know, the Outcome. result of the action. Mm. The entrepreneurs of the East are too conservative. conservative. <laughs> They're saying that, you know, as long as I am safe, as long as I am able to provide for my family and a little people, you know, few people mm. around it, I'm happy. Mm. So they don't step into adventurism. Mm. So they have found, you know, that drawing this lesson from Bhagavad Gita oh. of Nishkama Karma, of detaching action from uh, the results of the action mm. is the best way 
to perform an action as a effective, responsible manager as effective as yeah right as a ceo where you take responsibility but at the same time you don't crave for the results of the action beautiful beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so i think we'll continue with the clip we heard last week and let's see what swami has to say మరణించినప్పటికీరణ పురస్కరించుకొని basing on the limitations samajamo drishtiyam dunchukoni keeping society in view kattavikamulu aacharinchadaniki prayatinchatame one should perform duties idiye tyagamaku taginatundi bhogamu this is the real tyaga leading to bhoga nijamga parokara sambandhamaina karyamulo manam praveshinchinappudu manaku kalige itundi aanandamu inta antarikundi kaadu actually speaking when we when we begin to serve others you cannot count you cannot measure the happiness you have ayukka tyagam chetane ee yokka aanandam ane bhoganni manam anubhavinchagalugutam it is because of the sacrifice only you enjoy this bliss or happiness kala apeksha cheta manam karmala aacharinchinappudu manaku aanandam anetundi labhyam kaadu but if you have got an aim on the returns you cannot have this kind of happiness kalpaniya prapanchamulo manam marchavalsinatundi okati therefore in this world you should forget one thing napiyan dinchukovasinadi marokati you should remember another thing ee rendinni manam saadhiste idi ee tyagamato kodinatundi bhogam ayipothundi if we accomplish these things it amounts to bhoga coupled with yeah, tyaga ee marchipovasinadi rendu what is it that we should forget manam itarlaku chesinatundi upakaranni manam marchipovali we should forget whatever help that we have done to others daranni marchakunda mana hudayamunande unchukunnappudu ఆ యొక్క ఉపకారానికి ప్రతిఫలాన్ని ఆపేక్షించుకుంటూ మనం కొంత నిరాశలకు గురి కావచ్చు ఇఫ్ యు కీప్ ఆన్ రిమెంబరింగ్ ఇట్ యు ఎక్స్పెక్ట్ సంథింగ్ ఇన్ రిటర్న్ లేక ద్వేష అసూయను కూడా మనం మార్గం తీయవచ్చు దేర్ మే బి పాసిబిలిటీ ఫర్ హేట్రెడ్ అండ్ జెలసీ కనుక మనం చేసినటువంటి ఉపకారాన్ని మనం అప్పటికప్పుడే మర్చిపోవాలి దేర్ ఫర్ వాట్ ఎవర్ హెల్ప్ వి రెండర్ వి షుడ్ రెండవది ఇతరులు మనకు చేసినటువంటి అపకారాన్ని మనం మర్చిపోవాలి ఎనీ హార్మ్ డన్ టు యూ ఆల్సో షుడ్ బి ఫర్గాటన్ ఇతరులు మనకు చేసిన అపకారాన్ని మనం చింతిస్తూ ఉంటే దానికి ప్రతి అపకారం చేయాలని మనలో ఒక దుర్భావం ఆవిర్భవిస్తాయి ఇఫ్ యు థింక్ ఆఫ్ ద హామ్ డన్ యు థింక్ ఆఫ్ రిటాలియేషన్ కనుక అట్టి దుర్భావములు ఆవిర్భవించకుండా ఉండడానికి మనము ఇతరులు మనకు చేసిన అపకారాన్ని కూడా అప్పటికప్పుడే మర్చిపోవాలి టు సీచ్ సచ్ బ్యాడ్ థింగ్స్ డు నాట్ ఎంటర్ ఇన్ అవర్ మైండ్ వి షుడ్ ఫర్గెట్ ద హామ్ డన్ మనము ఇతరులకు చేసిన ఉపకారము ఇతరులు మనకు చేసిన అపకారము రెండింటినీ మర్చటమే ఇది ఏ త్యాగంతో కూడిన భోగమైపోతుంది ఇట్ ఈస్ ద రియల్ త్యాగ వెన్ వి ఫర్గెట్ ది హెల్ప్ వి హ్యావ్ డన్ టు అదర్స్ అండ్ హామ్ డన్ అట్టు కాకుండా నిరంతరం కూడా నువ్వు చేసిన ఉపకారాన్ని పరువు చేసిన అపకారాన్ని స్మరిస్తూ ఉంటుంటే కేవలము మనము మరినపు పొంపగా రూపొందుతాం on the other hand if we keep on remembering these things the help and the harm the body becomes a center of dirt ఇది కేవలము ఒక దుర్గంధంతో కూడినటువంటి యొక్క దిబ్బ వలె తయారవుతుంది మన దేహము ఇట్ బికమ్స్ ఎ హీప్ ఆఫ్ ఫౌల్ స్మెల్ ఇది మంచిది కాదు దిస్ నాట్ ప్రాపర్ 
దేనిని మనము చింతిస్తామో దాని యొక్క రియాక్షన్ మనకు ఉంటుంటుంది వాట్ ఎవర్ యూ థింక్ యువర్ సర్టన్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ రియాక్షన్ కనుక రే భారతీయుల యొక్క సంప్రదాయం నందు కర్మ ఫలం అనేటువంటిది తప్పినది కాదు therefore according to ancient bharat tradition bharatiya vishwasam nalugu rakamaina vishwasamulu bharatiya sabha four forms of faith karma phalamunu vishwasinchetundi vaari oka modati vishwasamu they believe in the proofs of action avatara tattvanni vishwasinchetundi vaariki rendava yokka vishwasamu they believe in incarnation manamu edi chesinappudikini dani yokka pratiphalamunu manaku tappinidi kaadu anetundi moodava adi vishwasamu the third faith is whatever action you do you cannot escape from the results of action inka nalugodi entante ee jagatunandu manu pratyokka vishayamandu kudalu konni rakamaina pavitrata aneetundi gaadamainatundi okka vishwasam untundali the fourth thing is whatever we do in this world everything contains this sanctity something sacred pavitramu prashanti pattudala ee moodinti okka tattvam chethani ee nalugintini manu sadhinchavachunu the sanctity and the peace with the determination we can accomplish anything no 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 purity purity perseverance purity patience and perseverance we can accomplish anything ee moodinti yokka tattvanni manu chakkaga dittamuga sadhinchali we should acquire these things with all determination karukane vidyarthulaina yuvakulu ippati nunchi ee pavitramaina margamlo praveshinchi students right from this age they should enter into this way manam tyagamuto kudinatundi bhogalu anubhavinchadaniki prayatinchali rohamuto kudinne bhogalni aashinchakoodu they should enjoy this bhoga with all this tyaga but not of disease tyagamu 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 tyagame manakundinatundi nijamainatundi bhogam the real bhoga consistent tyaga anek paryana cheptanu na karmana na prajaya dhaneena tyageeneki amritattva manasu మనసు మన ధనం ఏమిటి జ్ఞానధనము విద్యాధనము యవ్వనధనము ఆనందధనము జ్ఞానధనము ఇవన్నీ కూడా మనకు ధనంతో కూడినటువంటివి వాట్ డూ మీన్ బై దిస్ వెల్త్ ద వెల్త్ అమౌంట్ విజ్డమ్ ద వెల్త్ అమౌంట్ విద్యాధనమును మనం ఆర్జించాము ఆ విద్యాన్ని ఇతరులకు బోధించేటువంటి దాంట్లో మనం త్యాగం చేయాలి హ్యావింగ్ అర్న్ ది వెల్త్ ఆఫ్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ యూ షుడ్ డెసిమినేట్ నాలెడ్జ్ టు అదర్ త్యాగం చేతనే మన విద్య మరింత పోషించుకొని అభివృద్ధిగా ఉంచుకుంటుంది అవుట్ ఆఫ్ సాక్రిఫైస్ ఓన్లీ యు కెన్ డెవలప్ యువర్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ ఈ ప్రబోధనే చేయకుండా పోయినప్పుడు మన విద్య అడుగంటిపోతుంది when you do not propagate you certainly lose that education కొరకు ఎంత త్యాగం చేస్తూ ఉంటావో అంత అభివృద్ధి కూడా కాస్తుంది the more you sacrifice the more it develops 
కేవలము ఎవరికో మనకు ఉపకారం చేస్తున్నామని భావించరాదు మనకు మనమే ఉపకారం చేసుకుంటున్నాం యువర్ ఓన్ సెల్ఫ్ ఈ యొక్క బోధన ఇతరులకు చేయటం చేత ఆ బోధన యొక్క ప్రభావము మనలో దినదినాభివృద్ధిగా ఉంచుతుంది బై టీచింగ్ రిపీటెడ్లీ యూ విల్ ఎంజాయ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ది ఎఫెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ దీస్ టీచింగ్స్ విద్యార్థులారా మన యొక్క జీవితం యొక్క పెరగటం మాత్రమే మనం చూసుకుంటున్నాము ఈ జీవితంలో తరిగేటువంటి యొక్క తత్వం ఏమిటో మనం విచారించటం లేదు students we think of this growth alone but we are not thinking the other aspect the decline ayu to pate mari yokka jeevitamu nindi untundali the life is full of longevity manam degani enta perigutu vastuntundado aayushu anta tarugutu vastuntundali as the body grows more and more the longevity decreases inaadu suryodayamu suryaasthanni gurinchi manam ento aanandistuntuntam we feel very happy about the sunrise and sunset సన్రైజ్ అయింది అంటే అనగా సూర్యోదయం అయిందంటే ఆహా సూర్యోదయం అయింది వెలుతురు వచ్చింది ఇంకా మన పనులు మనం ప్రారంభిస్తాం అని ఆనందిస్తున్నాము వీఆర్ వెరీ హ్యాపీ విత్ ది సన్ రైజ్ వీ ఎంటర్ ఇన్ టు డైలీ వర్క్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ కానీ కాగానే ఆహా ఇంకా ప్రశాంతంగా నిద్రించవచ్చు దేహానికి సరైన విశ్రాంతి ఇవ్వవచ్చును అని ఆనందిస్తున్నాం అట్ దిస్ టైమ్ ఆఫ్ సన్సెట్ ఇట్ విల్ బి డార్క్ యూ ఫీల్ దట్ వీ కెన్ టేక్ రెస్ట్ ఇది కేవలము అజ్ఞానం యొక్క ప్రభావమే దీస్ ది ఇఫెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ ఇగ్నోరెన్స్ ఈ సూర్యోదయ సూర్యాస్తమల చేత మనం ఎంత ఆనందిస్తున్నామో ఆ సూర్యోదయ సూర్యాస్తమల రెండు కొను మన ఆయు ప్రమాణాన్ని తీసుకుని పోతున్నాయి వీ ఫీల్ వెరీ హ్యాపీ ఆఫ్ ది సన్ రైజ్ అండ్ సన్సెట్ బట్ అట్ ది సేమ్ టైమ్ దే విల్ టేక్ అవే అవర్ మనం విచారించటం లేదు దిస్ వి ఆర్ నాట్ ఎంక్వైరింగ్ కనుకనే ప్రతి మానవుడు కూడా సూర్యోదయ సూర్యాస్తమల కాయకు పూర్వమే తన యొక్క కర్తవ్యాన్ని నిర్వర్తించాలి Therefore, prior to sunrise and sunset, everyone will have to undertake discharge or responsibility. Ramakrishna Paramahamsa Kudanu, Tellavari Madalu, Ratri Varaku Kudanu, Adivyadvindu Darshan Nimittamai Prakul Aadutu Occhad. Ramakrishna Paramahamsa made every effort to have that Darshan of Kali from Dhan to Dhan. Pandukotariki Puram Kudanu, Atu Itu Chuchet Vinti Vadu. While going to bed, he used to look Shidhar and Tira. Ayyo, Eenadu Kudanu Vyattamai Paayani. ఈనాడు కూడా నాకు ఇష్టం నాకు కనిపించలేదే అని చాలా విచారంతో పౌడించేటువంటి వాడు టుడే ఈజ్ ఆల్సో వేస్టెడ్ ఐ కుడ్ నాట్ హ్యావ్ దర్శన్ ద అపియరెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ద డివైన్ హీస్ టు ఫీల్ ఎ లాట్ అబౌట్ ఇట్ కనుక ఈ విధమైన ఒక్కొక్క దినము కూడా ఒక్కొక్క క్షణంగా భావించి ఆ దివ్యమైన యొక్క అనుభూతి కోసమై అనేక రకములుగా బాధలు పడ్డారు కన్సిడరింగ్ ఎవ్రీ డే యాజ్ ఎ ప్రెషస్ మూమెంట్ దూస్ టు ఫీల్ ఎ లాట్ ఫర్ హ్యావింగ్ మహర్షులందరూ కూడా ఇలాంటి తాపత్రయమే తపస్సుగా మార్చుకొని దివ్యమైనటువంటి యొక్క ఆత్మతత్వాన్ని అనుభవిస్తూ వచ్చారు ద ఏన్షియన్ రిషీస్ కన్వర్టెడ్ దిస్ ఇయర్నింగ్ ఇన్ టు పెనెన్స్ అండ్ అటైన్ విత్ ఆల్ ఏమిటి సో వీ కన్క్లూడ్స్ విత్ సెయింగ్ what is the meaning of tapas was <laughs> that i guess we'll have to wait for one week this is a long clip which we played today Yeah. But you know how beautiful it is when Swami narrates anything you know just <laughs> that small episode of Ramakrishna Parmahamsa's house I mean a life it really comes in front of your exactly. eyes you know alive when right. Swami narrates it with the same emotion with which Swami uh, you know utters that mm. <laughs> dialogue before that of course Swami uh, again makes this reference to kala karma karana kartavya and he says it's almost like an inevitable circle of life which keeps doing its task you know you might forget you know kala karana kartavyam and karma and all mm. of it but there is something which is larger than you probably nature or probably the creation itself which is keeping in step with this with these four with concepts, these four concepts. Right, right very true 
and then this part is very very beautiful he says yes desires are necessary you want to lead your life desires are necessary and you have to but it should be within limits when you do actions with a sense of duty that is for the welfare of all that brings about this tyaga and bhoga right in some of course says that the joy that you derive from selfless action mm-hmm. cannot be measured right uh, very very true in fact uh, sometime back when we were having a discussion we were talking about what is it about swami's educational system which stands out okay okay the university is all over the place in fact uh, the chancellor of our university right now he was telling in a span of 12 years the number of colleges has gone up by something like 17000 or something in, in uh, the country mm-hmm. so what is it that swami's educational system stands out mm-hmm. and uh, one of the points which we came up with was you know this idea that you can find happiness by giving correct it's a very simple thing which is very practically taught mm-hmm. there is joy in living a life which is larger than yourself larger than you and your family alone mm-hmm. that that is such an empowering thought you know uh, because all the time you are you are given an education which is enabling you to uh, some you would say fill your belly correct and you all the time thinking that what will happen if i don't uh, get a good job what will happen if i don't and here is some giving this idea mm. that yes you know you grabbing will give you happiness but do you know that while giving you can <laughs> find uh, if not more at least equal amount of happiness no but um, as you are mentioning this the whole idea of how swami led his life he was born in a village and had no resources had no money what did he have <laughs> when you say you have to give what did he have he just gave himself he gave himself he gave uh, and he gave the joy of selfless love you know that's what started everything in parthi if you see and then absolutely without expecting any results because if swami had wanted uh, results then i think he could have built um, everything in 1945 itself he could have started a huge super speciality hospital he could have started and uh, maybe rates were much lower <laughs> at that time but it had to come about in a way which uh, was spontaneous and uh, there was no absolutely no eye on the results of what he was doing selflessly for how many years morning and evening interviews darshans and interviews i mean that itself is <laughs> tremendous yes i think we mentioned this many times before that experience of uh, mrs kamla sarthi mm-hmm. when uh, she is a disciple of the ramakrishna order so okay. she had this great difficulty in accepting swami performing miracles okay because we know that ramakrishna ramamsa would often speak against the, the uh, exhibition of powers So she would wonder why is Swami doing all this? You know why is Swami reading people's mind and materializing mm-hmm. objects? Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was a little uncomfortable with it. She was here, and uh, she describes one scene when one day a group of devotees are uh, returning after a stay in Prashantinilayam. Okay. So you know they all are getting into the bullock cart, and Swami is sending them off, mm-hmm. and she's standing there at the gate and she's seeing the scene. She says, from a sixty-year-old to a six-year-old, mm-hmm. all of them were sobbing. 
at the perspective of leaving Swami and going and Swami mm. was consoling them. Mm. Okay, all of them were in tears and crying and they were, uh, Swami was also would describe the scene, you know. Mm. Swami would stand at, at an elevated place near the old mandir and wave his handkerchief, handkerchief right. uh, till the bullock cart is off the horizon. And she sees the scene and all of them are crying till they're out of sight. Mm. And she was standing there and thinking over this and you know running this uh, whole visual in her mind. Mm. And she said, see, if people are drawn to Swami only because of His miracles, mm. then they won't cry like this. Very true. No, you will be attracted to Him, you will be excited about being in His presence. Mm-hmm. But you will not cry at the perspective of leaving Him and going. And she said, what is it about Swami? What is Swami giving that it's mm. attracting people like this Very so true. madly and then she says that it could only be Swami's love mm. again when this thought comes that mm. it could only be Swami's love mm-hmm. she feels a pat on her back okay? <laughs> and she turns back and Swami is standing there yeah. and Swami very sweetly tells her Kamla Sarthi mm. what you're thinking is the right thought My God. hold on to it you will understand Swami better Wow. wow beautiful it is <laughs> right? that's why when you said that Swami did not have anything to give mm. what did the old one did have to offer exactly. in the form of hospitality so there was no hospitality there was no rooms there was nothing but Swami was there right he was there he was there all the time giving himself giving really. himself absolutely in fact uh, when I was sharing this particular incident with one of the lecturers you were saying that something very similar happened during the 50th birthday Okay. 1975. Mm-hmm. We we have those visuals of the 50th birthday. Right. You know, the camps right. all around the stupa. Uh, stupa. Yes. You know, it's almost like a refugee camp. All <laughs> exactly. of them have put up their camps and all that. Yeah. So it seems uh, Dr. Bhagwantam was standing, uh, you know, in one of the balconies and looking at the site. Mm. He said, "What is this, man? You know, what is drawing so many people here? <laughs> and not all of them are ordinary people. Right. There are a lot of people who come from the cities mm. who have, with, you know, having no qualms and living <laughs> out in the open like this. Exactly. He says, "What is it that is drawing? Uh, you know, and he was thinking this way. And uh, very silently, Swami came and stood next to him. Mm. And Swami was also looking <laughs> at the scene. <laughs> so he was saying, Bhagavantam, I also think sometimes, what is it that draws people to me? <laughs> that, you know, they're, uh, they're ready to put up with all these discomforts. Mm. Really. And uh, that was the thing, you know, when Swami says here, that the joy that there is in giving is mm. unbelievably higher than the joy which is in grabbing. We've seen it in front of Swami. Mm. Another scene which always stays in my mind is, you know, when this Parthi Yatras now have become a very common thing. Right. One of the earliest ones I recall, of course, there must have been many before, is during when the Shrikakulam people had come. Okay. In a huge number. Mm-hmm. I think they had done a beautiful program for a year where they had taken a lamp from here. Uh, mm. Swami had lit a lamp. They had managed to take the lamp with the burning flame to Shrikakulam, mm. which is almost in the border of uh, Andhra and Orissa. Mm. And with that lamp, they lit lamps in every house oh. in uh, that district. Mm. And uh, mandirs in all those places were lit with the same lamp. Mm. So they'd come back in a huge number and you know, they're, mm. most of them are tribal people, uh, right. very poor background. Mm. They were here for three days mm-hmm. and for three days, Swami did not speak to them Swami did not take a card from them and mm. uh, you know they were hoping that Swami will give them an mm. uh, audience. But Swami was not speaking to them at all. Mm. On the day they were leaving, uh-huh. Swami gave a discourse in the morning all of a sudden. Oh. Totally unscheduled. Mm. Students were not there. We, uh, we were former students by then. So we were there and Swami gave a discourse and in that discourse Swami said, you all are wondering, right? Why mm. Swami did not 
give you for these two days. Mm. Swami said to give you this joy. Oh. Swami said I held back yeah. so that now when I speak how happy you are. Mm. But you should believe me when I say it. Nobody was happier than Swami. Oh. Because he had given happiness to so many people, and mm. you could see that in Swami's face. Mm. And I remember that day very well because we were sitting backstage, mm-hmm. and we were thinking, "Today is the day we can give anything to Swami—a letter or ask anything." <laughs> because Swami He's is so, so happy, happy. Mm. and you know that's that is what Swami stood as an example for us. Mm. He stands as an example for us that when He gives, He's the happiest. In fact, yeah, it's a common experience in the sense uh, when He would materialize. Maybe a ring, a chain, or whatever. Right. His eyes light up. <laughs> you know, right, right. he's the one who's giving us, but his eyes light up with so much of happiness. <laughs> It's in just amazing. That one batch of ten standard students would say mm-hmm. in their class interview, Swami materialized the Kohinoor. Yeah, that was in our batch. Your batch. Okay, oh, maybe <laughs> also yeah, in our batch. Many batches. Yeah, yeah. That's this true. this time, it seems Swami materialized and showed all the children there. And immediately after the interview, the first person to come, mm. you know, bursting out of the interview room and saying mm. to all the VIPs that, "Hey, you know what? I showed the children my queen." I mean, no, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Really, the happiness which Swami found in giving happiness, and that's the example He set for us. Really, that's the example He set for us. And um, yeah, it is uh, to be constantly in that frame of mind that you should give more than you should take is something right. very beautiful. Right. Because that's what Swami says here: the joy we derive from selfless actions mm-hmm. cannot be measured. Yes. And uh, then Swami goes on to this, uh, you know, very practical way of living this. Correct. Swami says, you know, there are two things you have to strive to forget. Mm. If you do this, I mean, you can live in. Uh, I don't know about a spiritual life or mm. anything else. You can live such a uncluttered <laughs> life. life. Your mind can be so free. Mm. You know, Swami says. Forget the good that you've done to others, mm. and forget the harm that others have done, done to you. To you. Mm. I mean, this is definitely one strong step in nishkama karma. So when you um, see somebody and you associate him or her with um, something bad they have done to you, so your mind is influencing your course of action. So you start acting in a way which is not very pleasant to the mm-hmm. other person or fair to that person. So live in the moment, forget the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything is so connected. But uh, <laughs> there was a conversation which uh, Bishu did with one of Swami's devotees in Pondicherry. Okay, and this person does phenomenal service in mm-hmm. the villages around. Is uh, an owner of a factory or something, mm-hmm. but he spends most of his time in those villages around which he has adopted, and he speaks to those people. Mm. So when Bishu had been to his place, uh, they travelled to this particular village, where there was this lady who had a suicidal tendency. Okay. Okay, and once apparently she had uh, tried to commit suicide when she was pregnant, oh. and uh, they had a lot of uh, trouble trying to save her life. Mm. And this person had spent enormous amounts of money in her medication to help her survive, and uh, then brought her back to good mental health. And uh, about three months later, again she tried to commit suicide. Mm. Okay, and this person went and he was again trying to uh, console her. And, and Bishu asked her, "Sir, I mean, you've spent so much money in sa- trying to save her life, mm. and then three months later you find that she's again trying to do that. Mm. Don't you feel betrayed? Mm. You know, you've spent so much of your time and energy in trying to help her. Mm. Don't you feel betrayed that uh, she's again doing this?" Mm. He said, "No, no, no. See, that's not how Swami wants us to do. <laughs> that was done, and it was forgotten. This is different." 
ஒரு <laughs> 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 because uh, we remember it mm. that i have done this i have helped you it's such a practical absolutely practical uh, way of looking at it right and of course then forget the harm that others have done to you mm. it again uh, goes back to uh, an explanation of karma theory which ami would say you know whatever you undergo in life mm-hmm. is the product the karma or what we call the destiny for this life mm-hmm. which ami says even as you are working out the product the karma you are doing a lot of karmas in the process mm. and i think that's called agami karma right okay so the idea is you know sami saying here when you start forgetting the harm others have done to you this concept of you know let me get even with him or let me take revenge against her mm. you're dropping that and you're reducing this possibility of performing further karma or what we call agami karma very true and you you kind of uh, through purified action you're trying to work out the karma you come to work out mm. in fact uh, in that speech by swami sarvapriyananda okay you know to the iit students in kanpur okay uh, very beautifully he explains this whole concept mm-hmm. he says uh, what drives you to action is your vasanas okay right. your vasanas mm-hmm. drive you and by the time you think your action is done and you are uh, um, you know uh, there to face the consequences so where is it that we have a choice do we have a choice and so he says there is a very tiny window a small window where lord krishna says raga dvesha without raga and dvesha mm-hmm. so if you uh, do the action without raga dvesha okay then you are not bound by the fruits of that action and so he says so slowly if you start doing all your actions without raga dvesha then your prarabdha is wiped out <laughs> it's a it's a very nice explanation to somebody had just forwarded a message sometime back where it says you know there is a person who asked the master mm-hmm. do we have a choice or do we not have a choice mm-hmm. so he says you do and you don't mm-hmm. he says you have a choice whether to do or not mm-hmm. but you don't have a choice once you have done it Hmm. the reaction comes to you ah that's true that's true so i think uh, swami would also say that you know the the speciality of the human being the human birth is the pronounced presence of the buddhi Correct. or the discrimination you always have that ability to stop and you know do or not do right and i think that is what swami speaks in the you know the later part of the clip which we played mm-hmm. where swami is saying that you can always keep your intention in the right direction Correct. like when swami speaks about uh, forgetting the good you have done to others and mm. it's that thought experiment they say you know mm-hmm. the, the speaker goes into the auditorium and says now i want you to not think about a pink elephant he <laughs> 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 says the moment you say that everybody is thinking about the pink elephant so how when you tell your mind forget about the good you have done to the others i think that's what that's is. what comes in mind yeah. right so but when you start making that attempt you're at least in the right direction you know you might be 100% successful or you might be 0.1% successful in the endeavor but you're at least 
in the right direction i think Correct. that is in uh, within the reach of everybody very true i mean this chapter on karma is so amazing the second thing is if i have to act without expecting the fruit of action can i go and murder somebody can i go and do something and uh, and say that this is what uh, god wanted me to do see these are questions which we'll have to analyze because you don't have the right to do it and you know that explanation which swami gave i don't know if it is in this chapter or the previous discourse where he says the sun is there for all but the sun is not responsible for everything that happens under the light of the sun right. similarly the uh, lord is there he is a witness but what you do you face so only actions which you do to purify yourself and connect to the lord are what will take you further right. in your path <laughs> and then swami speaks about uh, the three tenets of indian culture yes <clears throat> what define indian culture swami says it's the belief in you know the uh, action reaction cycle or what we call the karma theory mm-hmm. and the belief that god can incarnate in a human form, form. which is central Avatar. and then everything in the world is a form of god and is naturally sacred, sacred. yes and so beautiful and swami says that uh, take these three and think over it mm. and you will understand life better <laughs> beautiful and of course that purity patience and perseverance part yes <laughs> swami corrected anil kumar sir then uh, of course swami emphasizes on again the renunciation part correct where he says renunciation is our true pleasure Swami again no he doesn't say that pleasure seeking is bad mm. <laughs> I mean, at least in this discourse Swami saying that seek the pleasure but seek the pleasure through renunciation seek the right pleasure right right seek the right pleasure mm. the ultimate pleasure and Swami says that na karmana na prajaya na dane na thyage na ke and again a beautiful interpretation of this verse mm. right yes. generally when we read it we say that not through action not mm. through uh, progeny not mm. through wealth, wealth. Mm. but swami is taking this tyaga and putting it in each one of this correct you know karma and tyaga together mm. your duties and tyaga together your wealth and tyaga together mm. and swami is saying when you say what are the wealth that you have education youth wisdom mm. joy and so on and using each one of this through sacrifice correct will give you the ultimate, the ultimate uh, liberation Boga. right yes Swami is almost like it's almost like challenging the students <laughs> try using whatever you have for the you know joy of others mm. then you'll know the joy for yourself if you look at it this way it's not only the money the wealth that you need to it's everything your knowledge your energy as youth your joy your happiness everything can be shared right and uh, <laughs> that's the beautiful part and then this part which is so powerful when Swami speaks about sunrise and sunset mm. he's saying so you're chirpy in the morning when you wake up Correct. oh it's another day mm. and you're happy in the night you got your much deserved rest mm. but you don't stop to think that each day is actually eating away a day from your lifespan one day is gone right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course the story of ramkrishna parvamsa how i think uh, it's a very beautiful point which ami is making because one doubt which comes Mm. out of superficial thing even i've always wondered that way mm-hmm. uh, you have these concepts the modern concepts like they call yolo okay right it's called you only live once okay 
so have fun okay <laughs> right? no, that's become a concept in uh, the urban culture now okay so it is like saying that now is the moment you have mm. you have pleasure you have fun mm. now why are you wasting the moment why are you thinking about the past and the future and all of that but from what rasami has told in this discourse especially that you know karma karana kartavyam mm. you enjoy the pleasure but never detach that pleasure from the purpose okay and that is what the problem comes you know swami does not say that lead a gloomy life of course in this part swami says that you know the tapa becomes tapa mm. that feeling of uh, agony of you know ramkrishna paramahamsa saying that oh, one more day is gone right. i have not reached my goal in mm. that tapa becomes tapa but we've seen that with devotees you know swami would speak about uh, the devotees who cried and pined for the lord mm. swami would say they found the joy in that correct see somebody like radha who kept crying and crying for krishna if mm. she did not find joy she could have stopped crying right she could have sought something else mm. it was because there was some joy hidden in that pain mm. that they did not want to give up that pain correct so that's something like swami saying that yes this moment you have to live mm. this moment you have to enjoy that bhoga is there but find that bhoga in in tyaga very true <laughs> 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 it's a lifetime of practice that we have to go through for this i think we have to do mananam on this absolutely the more we think of it the more meanings come out yes so dear listeners this is the time we conclude the episode but hopefully as aprika said manana goes on and we do hope that we will constantly be able to go back to these discourses and go through them because i am sure that one year from now if we go through the same discourse it will throw you know many more insights for us and that's the only way we can understand swami's discourse the understanding has to come from within right and me speaking about it sir prakash speaking <laughs> about it anybody else giving commentary about it i think will not give us the understanding correct it only comes with silent contemplation and praying to swami that he gives us the opportunity to ever do that we offer this humble effort of ours at swami's lotus feet Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Jai Sai Ram. Sai Ram. You just heard an episode of a radio series. Shravanam, Mananam, Nididhyasanam. Listen, reflect and absorb. This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. Today's episode was first broadcast live on 5th May 2016. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian Culture and Spirituality 1991. Dear listeners, to listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashanti Nilayam.
Thank you.